Good morning, everyone. I hope you're having a good weekend. My name is Teddy Ragsack, and you are listening to TED Talk Sports. Now, something that I really wanted to talk about on my podcast, which I was actually kind of surprised that I actually haven't talked about this yet, uh, is the NBA Finals. Um, I have been keeping up with the NBA Finals, but for some reason, I don't know, I, th- I think I'm just too much of a Laker fan and I haven't covered the other aspects of the NBA. But today, if, uh, if that's something you wanted me to talk about, you are in luck. So uh, the Warriors right now are in a really, really big hole. They are down three games to one to the Toronto Raptors. And it seems like every game there seems to be this theme or or I should say this question that's being asked. And the big question is, where is Kevin Durant? So to be honest with you guys, I think it's worse than a calf strain. And, you know, it's there's just a couple reasons why I think um, why I think that the first reason is I think if Kevin Durant were is to come back or were to come back in the NBA finals, it would have been game four. It just makes the most sense. So, you know, you're you're down two games to one, bring him back at home court, have, you know, have him play with the crowd someplace he's familiar with. And, you know, you don't want to go down three one. If he, if he plays well, you, you tie the series 2-2, but you do not want to go back to especially, you don't want to go on the road down the 3-1. That's almost a death sentence. It's been done before, but it's almost a death sentence. Now, another thing that I, I found very interesting is that you, you saw Kevin Durant um, and he was icing his Achilles, not his calf. Now remember, he has a calf strain, but he was icing his Achilles, which is very, very interesting. An Achilles injury is also much more serious than a calf injury. Now, the final reason why I think that this is going to be a, a, a more significant injury, unfortunately, is because there's not a lot of footage of Kevin Durant, you know, practicing or scrimmaging. Now, when we saw DeMarcus Cousins make his return, there was like footage everywhere. You know, he's dunking on people. He's running around the court. He's or actually limping around the court. Right. So there's just we just don't see that with Kevin Durant. Now, it makes a lot of sense right now for the Warriors to downplay Kevin Durant's injury. So for all we know, the Warriors could, you know, they could know that he's out for the rest of the season, but they're not going to say that because from a strategic standpoint, it provides them with an advantage because it forces the Raptors coaching staff to make a game plan for someone that, you know, will not play instead of focusing on someone that is going to play. So it really keeps the Raptors on their toes in terms of preparing for the games. Now, one thing that I really found interesting about, you know, this whole Kevin Durant in the finals um, dilemma is that it really will have an impact on his legacy. Now, if the Warriors can't win without Kevin Durant, then, you know, it'll show that, you know, he had a much bigger impact on the team than we all initially thought. Because when Kevin Durant first came to the Warriors, everyone was like, oh, my God, you know, he's going to a team that doesn't even need him, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, if they lose, especially with Kevin Durant getting injured, this would it would, you know, in a sense, maybe not totally effectively, but it would in a way combat the argument that the Warriors didn't need him. So, you know, it would change the narrative. It would sort of flip it and it would kind of make it say that the Warriors needed Kevin Durant instead. So I just that's just something that I found pretty interesting. Now, this (laughs) this has so many different implications um, on the future of, you know, not only the Warriors, but Kevin Durant. Now for Kevin Durant, if I'm Kevin Durant, I would not play another minute in the NBA finals and it's just not worth it. Now, Kevin Durant is around that peak age, right? Where he's 30, 31 years old. 
and um, if he doesn't play another just second of basketball right now, he would be willing to get a max contract or a super max contract from any of the NBA teams that, are, that have the cap space to do so because he's just that good. But let's say, in, you know, let's say there's an alternate universe where he tries to be a trooper, tries to, you know, rally the rally everyone and um, get this, you know, try, try to get that extra championship. But he gets hurt, right? He forced himself from an injury. He gets hurt. And let's just say he tears his Achilles because, you know, I don't know if he was icing his Achilles, but let's just say he, he tears his Achilles. You know, Kevin Durant could lose millions and millions of dollars. So, you know, he's due for this big contract, you know, and. In a few years from now, he's not going to be the same player as, you know, he's going to start to deteriorate a little bit. And one example I wanted to point point at was look at Isaiah Thomas, right? You know, a few years, a couple years ago, a few years ago, something like that. He finished fourth in MVP voting and he forced and he forced himself to come back from this, you know, hip injury. And he was just never the same player. And he was due for that, you know, super max contract. And he never got it because after after that injury, he was just not the same player. So, you know, yes, I know Durant and Isaiah Thomas are two totally different players. It's like comparing apples and oranges. But you get the point that, you know, Kevin Durant could lose millions of dollars if he gets hurt in the NBA finals or if it's like something serious. So it's just not worth it for him, especially because this is probably going to be his last really, really big contract. Also, it's, you know, it's it's very interesting, you know, to point out that the Warriors they can't force Kevin Durant to come back from this injury. They can't put too much pressure on him, right? So it, it, this is, this is in this way, they, in a sense, protect their future. So if they force Kevin Durant to return against his will, then, you know, Kevin Durant might get mad and then he, or he might not like that, especially if he gets hurt too, he can go bad mouthing the Warriors and he won't return. But the worst case scenario, and this is, you know, absolute worst case scenario is that they try to force Kevin Durant to come back. He doesn't want to come back. And then let's just say he vents to someone like, ooh, I don't know, Clay Thompson. And then so Clay Thompson hears this and he gets upset. Like, hey, dude, why are you why are you guys trying to force Kevin Durant to come back? That's not cool of you guys. This is a poorly run organization. I'm not going to sign with you guys either. So in the offseason, potentially the Warriors could lose Kevin Durant and Clay Thompson. And then they, then they just wouldn't be contenders anymore. So the Warriors need to keep everyone happy. They need to keep they need to be able to retain at least one of those players. So the Warriors really really need to um, protect their future if they want to remain uh, somewhat of a dynasty. If that makes any sense. Now, a little bit unrelated, but I found what I found really interesting is that you know with all these injuries, you know with clay thompson and kevin durant it's just put a lot of pressure on steph curry and, and what you really see with steph curry is that he's starting to run out of gas you know he's playing roughly 42 minutes per game in the nba finals and you know he's efficient but you could just kind of see in his body language that he's starting to wear down which is which makes sense i mean anyone gets tired right you know it's just it he's he's human after all but what most people don't realize is that since, you know, the Warriors have been to the last five NBA finals, that they've been playing an extra two months of basketball. So it's just starting to have a wear and tear on their bodies. And, you know, they're not the same, you know, 25, 26 year old kids that are, you know, kind of playing basketball anymore. These guys are like older now. They're 29, 30 years old. So they're starting to age a little bit. So it's just interesting to see, you know, how Steph Curry is kind of Steph Curry is kind of handling all of that. Um, 
But yeah, you know, it's just, it, it's a really interesting situation. Personally, I don't think Kevin Durant is going to come back to play in the NBA Finals. That's just my, that's, that's just what I think about this. But you know, you guys let me know. Do you guys think the Warriors can make a comeback? Or do you guys think that the Raptors, you know, have this in the bag and it's pretty much done? So, you know, like I said, you guys, please let me know. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm Teddy on TED Talk Sports. Have a great day.